Today on Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Life isn't fair. God promises, however, that the books will balance. You see that? Because we're all tempted at times to take advantage. The books will balance. Almighty God, the Lord of the armies of heaven, says the books will balance. You may get away with it in this life. The books will balance. God's warning to the oppressors is, while they focus only on getting fat in this life, he's preparing to balance the books in the next life. It's a hard lesson to learn, but life is not fair. Today, Pastor Robert reminds us that we may be taken advantage of and sinned against in this life. The Christian life is not a fair life. But he reminds us that while men who wrong us in this life may gloat over their success hurting us, God is preparing to balance the books in the next life. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you, our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Proverbs, chapter 28, verse 20, with today's study. Proverbs 28, 20 tells us that a faithful man will abound with blessings, but he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. The contrast in that verse of scripture isn't between rich and poor. It's between faithfulness to God and greed. You know, many a poor man has been trapped by poverty because he failed to understand this principle. God has designed his universe in such a way that if you and I focus on getting rich, we fail. Even if we manage to succeed at gathering material wealth. We still fail at our objective. But if we focus on being faithful to the Lord, the Bible says he will bless us. Proverbs 10.22 promises, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Now, today we're resuming our study of the book of James together. We're in chapter 5, in the beginning there, verse 1, James 5.1. Come now, you rich, weep and howl for your miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches are corrupted, and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver are corroded, and their corrosion will be a witness against you, and will eat your flesh like fire. You have heaped up treasure in the last days. Indeed, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, cry out. And the cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth. You have lived on the earth in pleasure and luxury. You have fattened your hearts as in a day of slaughter. You have condemned. You have murdered the just. He does not resist you. Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. You know, I read through this, like, man, you've got to love the book of James, right? Weep and howl for the miseries that are coming upon you. Wow. But this was written more as an encouragement to the persecuted Christians than as a confrontation to the wicked. Did you catch that? We're going to look at three thoughts from this passage. The first one is he mentions hearts which are fattened for the slaughter. 
He wrote here in verse 2, your riches are corrupted, your garments are moth-eaten, your gold and silver are corroded, and their corrosion will be a witness against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You've heaped up treasure in the last days. Indeed, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, cry out. And the cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth. And, and the idea that the Lord of Sabaoth, the idea is the, the Lord of the armies of heaven, the Lord of hosts, the angel armies, the master of the angel armies. He hears the cries of these reapers who have been defrauded, who've been cheated. He says, you've lived on the earth in pleasure and luxury. You fattened your hearts as in a day of slaughter. So many interesting little nuances in there. But it seems clear, like I said a minute ago, the Lord has two audiences in mind as the recipients of this message. He's speaking to the people who have been cheated by other people, been defrauded, been cheated by the wealthy. And he promises justice here. You know, one of the things that I realized early on I needed to teach my kids is that life isn't fair. Because a lot of people seem to grow up thinking it is, you know, it's supposed to be fair. Life's supposed to be fair. Not really. Life is not fair. Not fair. Jesus actually says that at one point, you know, and put it in black and white. He said, in this world, in this, in this life, you're going to have trouble. Now, maybe I'm reading a little bit into it, but I don't think so. When I was in Guatemala a few years ago, I was able to spend time with a former student of mine who was a missionary with her family in Ciudad Vieja. They introduced me to a young widow who has two little boys. Her husband was a member of one of the criminal gangs down there that, you know, extort and rob and, and steal. And, but then he and his wife came to know the Lord Jesus and everything changed. And one of the changes was that this guy realized that he couldn't belong to that gang anymore. He couldn't continue robbing and stealing and extorting money out of people and doing things like that. And, and so he, he told them that. He's like, I... I can't do this anymore. Not long after that, there was a, a new believers retreat. He stayed home with the boys and his wife went off with the church on this little short weekend retreat. On Sunday when she came home, she learned that the gang members had come to her house while she was away with the church retreat looking for her husband. He wasn't there, the little boys were. The little 11-year-old, they shot him in both kneecaps, which quickly brought dad home, and they murdered him in front of the boys. The church rallied around her, but, you know, she had to find work. She, this is an extremely poor community. She had to, had to find something, and, and um, by the way, God healed a little boy. When I was there, you couldn't tell he'd been injured at all. It's one of the most amazing stories. She said two weeks later, he was running, and I'm like, okay, my Spanish is is really good, but not perfect. And I pointed, I'm like, they shot him in the kneecap? And she said, yeah, both. Two weeks later, he was running and playing like nothing had happened. Completely impossible. And yet, God did it. But she took a job working for a wealthy family, and, um, and they took advantage of her. They knew her circumstances. They knew exactly what had gone on. And um, they promised her a small income, but an income. And she was to cook and clean and, and everything. And at the end of the week, they would 
say, well, we don't, we don't have all the money, so you know, they would give her half until her next week we'll, we'll catch you up. And, and they, they played those kind of games with her for a couple of months and strung her along until you know, they owed her a good bit of money and, and then they fired her and kept the money that they had promised to pay her. And God's promise to her in this passage of Scripture is that He will provide for her. And it's interesting, I don't know if you caught it, the corrosion of the money which they stole from her will be a witness against them on Judgment Day. It's not the money that will be the witness, right? It's the corruption, the corrosion, the taint that's on that money that cries out for justice. Life isn't fair. God promises, however, that the books will balance. You see that? Because we're all tempted at times to take advantage. The books will balance. Almighty God, the Lord of the armies of heaven, says the books will balance. You may get away with it in this life. The books will balance. God's warning to the oppressors is, while they focus only on getting fat in this life, he's preparing to balance the books in the next life. Luke chapter 12, verse 15, Jesus said this, take heed, what does that mean? Pay attention, don't miss this. Beware of covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Life ain't all about what you got, your net worth. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, what shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I'll do this. I'll pull down my barns and build greater. And there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I'll say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease. Time to retire. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you've provided? And then Jesus tacks on in verse 21. So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Understand. Wealth is not the problem. Profits are not the problem. You know, there was a young lady, she decided to start a little business last year. She's just getting started. She's in California. She's just been made aware that now she's going to have to pay her employees $15 an hour. And she's realizing that what that means is she can't afford to have any employees. There's no money there. There's no money. Because in the infinite wisdom, now listen, I'm not against a living a living minimum wage. But there's a wise way to go about it and there's an unwise way to go about it. Not everything's black and white. Thank you so much for joining us today. You know, God has been doing some amazing things with Main Thing Radio. Opportunities to air Main Thing Radio are popping up all over the United States. We're so thankful to God for what He is doing. And we would love to see Main Thing Radio continue to expand, sharing the gospel, teaching God's Word all over the United States. But of course, bringing you Main Thing Radio on this station and other stations does come with expenses. We purchase time on this radio station, and this program has been professionally produced. 
While we certainly don't want to manipulate or pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. Your support will open more doors for Main Thing Radio to be heard in other parts of the country. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. Again, to make a secure donation to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow, log on to MainThingRadio.com and click the donate button. We'd also like to offer you a free copy of today's message. Your free copy is available for you to listen to or download when you log on to MainThingRadio.com. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you.